Hello, and welcome to another episode of Insights. My name is Bill Russell. I'm a former CIO for a 16 hospital system and creator of This Week in Health IT, a channel dedicated to keeping health IT staff current and engaged. Our hope is that these episodes serve as a resource for the advancement of your career and the continued success of your team. Now on to the show. Today on Insights, we go back to a conversation host Bill Russell had with James Stolkup the CMIO for Cherokee Nation. The topic of discussion was MacGyvering telehealth. And Bill asks James, what did it take to scale up so quickly around telehealth? It's, it's interesting because we had a lot of conversations. You know, we talked about MacGyvering telehealth and it was, you know, the first time that healthcare really had to scale up that quickly around telehealth. And a lot of them ended up doing what you're doing, but that was like their backup because mm -hmm. some of the things we had didn't scale, some of the, the costs, the training wasn't done. I mean, did you have your training pretty well in place before COVID hit? Did you have a majority of that equipment already in place before, before it hit? Or did, did you have a response as well to scale it up? So we had about a fifth of the equipment in place if I was doing bar napkin math. We had about a fifth of our equipment out in the field. We did have good provider buy-in to noon meetings, right? Noon meetings using teleconferencing because that's how we would push out education. So we already had provider familiarity with that part. Turned out to be a big point. So what we did as it started ramping up is, you know, I went to my health IT department. This will be the meat. This is what everybody I think will benefit from. But then again, who knows? So when we started rolling out our response, I went to my health IT team and I said, listen, I'm not an expert on COVID, but I think we have to treat these patients like a source of radiation. And everybody thought I was crazy. And I said, look, if you have a source of radiation, what do you do? The first thing you do is you avoid it, right? You try not to have it around. But if you do have it around, you use protective equipment and you try to distance yourself from it. So how can we distance ourselves? Well, you know, the obvious answer is you do telemedicine to people's home. But there are some less obvious answers. For example, you can have a patient come into your clinic and go into an exam room. Then the nurse can perform the patient intake from a different area of the clinic using telemedicine from the site into the room. And now they're more distant from the patient. They're not within six feet, right? After the nurse does the intake, then the provider can join the call. And now the provider can deliver the patient care, the office visit to the patient while they're on site. And then if the patient's offsite, you have a separate sort of procedure, but it all results in the same thing. You're keeping people separate. The patients were very fearful of COVID and they liked that. They liked to be kept separate during this process. And it made it very scalable because the equipment required was so inexpensive and we did have it on hand that we were, we rolled out a total of 16 service lines of telemedicine. I won't go through naming them all because it'll take a while, but we rolled out 16 service lines of telemedicine, including EMS pre-hospital. And all of them had slightly unique workflows, but all of them adhered to our basic Visio. And then to train the providers on how to do this, we had noon conferences every day. I can say that we used a Microsoft product for that Skype for Business link. And the providers, there was just an all provider, you know, all nursing email that went out and you could join every day if you wanted to. We had some providers that joined, you know, eight days in a row, or if you got it the first time, 
then you didn't have to join again. You felt like you were competent or if you needed a refresher, you could join. So that kept us out of the field. It kept, kept our IT staff out of the field going and doing elbow support or anything like that. And it was very, very beneficial to be able to provide that training. Um, I think training was a big part of it because the, you know, we didn't mandate anything. We made it good enough that people wanted to use it. I want to thank Tracy for another great episode. If you have feedback regarding the content and materials that you just heard and would like to help us to amplify great thinking to propel healthcare forward, please send us a note at hello at thisweekinhealthit.com. Thanks for listening. That's all for now.